What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. I have said from the beginning of these uh, pro-Palestinian protests that protests that do things that cross the line that block traffic, that obstruct bridges, that put people's lives at risk should not be tolerated. And I would like to see people arrested. And now, at least in New York, this is going on all over the country, but at least in New York, they are starting to carry out some of these arrests and deal with these people more harshly. I'll be curious to see what the local prosecutors and the local judges do in those cases. And it's one of the reasons I was so taken with Professor John Banzaf's decision or suggestion to actually sue these protesters for damages and go after them that way. Well, some very interesting legislation out of New York yesterday. Democratic Assembly member Stacey Pfeffer Amato has introduced legislation that categorizes the intentional blocking of bridges, tunnels, or public roads as domestic terrorism. Domestic terrorism. We're not talking about enforcing existing criminal penalties. We're talking about treating these people as if they're trying to blow up that bridge. This is in response directly to a number of high-profile pro-Palestinian protests that have shut major thoroughfares. Is this too far? I don't think so. I think if you block a bridge, you are genuinely putting someone's life at risk. And this legislation if it passes, would make acts a class D felony. And she cites specific examples of the protesters who descended onto the Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Williamsburg Bridge, the protesters that blocked the Holland Tunnel, the protesters that clogged the road to JFK Airport, and all these other unauthorized protests. Now, I don't know if this bill would ever come up for a vote in the New York State Assembly because I suspect that Speaker Carl Hasty is pretty intimidated by the far left wing of his own conference. But I think it's great that Assemblymember Amato is at least starting the conversation about this because as far as I'm concerned, putting people's lives at risk because of a political view or a view on foreign policy is something there should be absolutely zero tolerance for. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Moreno. Well, the straw man has struck again. A former colleague of Mayor Eric Adams has now pleaded guilty to orchestrating a straw donor scheme that pumped illicit cash into the mayor's 2021 campaign. And if you think you've heard this before, you have. But this is not 
any of the scandals that I have already brought to your attention. It's not the one that we talked about yesterday regarding his 2025 campaign. It's not any of the other previous campaign uh, contributors or bundlers that have admitted to being straw donors or have been found out by the media for being straw donors. This is the case of Dwayne Montgomery, a former deputy inspector whose career in the NYPD overlapped with Adams. He's pled guilty as of yesterday to one conspiracy charge under the terms of a deal with Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who in July charged Montgomery and several others in a brazen straw donor scheme. So as part of this plea deal, which has to be approved by a Manhattan criminal court judge, Montgomery would be released provided he performs 200 hours of community service and pays a $500 fine. He would also be subject to a year-long ban on hosting political fundraisers, soliciting donations for candidates, and acting as an intermediary with donors. Just a year. So that means a year from now, he could go right back to raising money for Eric Adams. Does that strike anyone as a little bit of too much of a slap on the wrist. So neither the mayor nor his campaign have been accused of wrongdoing. And at an unrelated press conference, Mayor Adams outlined the compliance measures his campaign undertook to ensure the integrity of contributions. Listen, in life, people make uh, decisions that they would like to regret. And I think that, you know, a person who has lived a career like his as a law enforcement officer, uh, it appears as though he made a decision that he wanted to regret. He, he pled guilty and I'm hoping that he goes on with his life. I have news for you, Mr. Mayor. Whatever steps you have taken to ensure the integrity of contributions, they did not work. They have not worked and are not working. The straw man strikes again. Beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight it was 10 years ago this month that new jersey hosted the biggest event in football at the meadowlands remember remember when new jersey hosted the super bowl it was a big deal and honestly nj transit did not exactly get great reviews in terms of how it managed the influx of people going to see the game at the meadowlands well yesterday FIFA announced that what the rest of the world calls football will also be played in New Jersey in 2026. That's right. New Jersey is going to host the biggest event in what the rest of the world calls football, the 2026 World Cup Final. According to the FIFA press release, the game will be played in New York, New Jersey at New York, New Jersey Stadium. Now, Governor Phil Murphy is a huge soccer fan, so this has got to be a sweet political win for him, made only better by the fact that New Jersey beat out Texas in the middle of tension over migrant policies between the two state governors. Governor Murphy also said this is going to be great for the state of New Jersey's economy. It is a huge, huge deal. Economic development, jobs created, passion, visit visitors, uh, the, the focus of the world. 
Mayor Adams also took a bit of a victory lap on this one. I know some people who are not soccer fans are saying, okay, what's the big deal? How about $2 billion in economic uh, stimulus right here in our region? A million people coming into the area, coming to our restaurants, visiting our various sites. Uh, This is really exciting for both uh, New York and New Jersey. So the game is going to be played during the next governor's administration, but it's going to be up to everybody, not only the current New Jersey governor and the current mayor, but everybody in charge and everybody who will be in charge to avoid the embarrassment that was the state of NJ Transit during the Super Bowl. There was service so bad, it caused game goers to chant, New Jersey sucks, all while much of the marketing for that game and most of the ancillary events were centered on New York. Add to that that this is a far bigger event outside of the United States. I hope they are able to pull this off. I do have some concerns about the infrastructure to handle this amount of visitors and tourists and I hope New Jersey and New York use the next year and a half to make sure they're prepared for this. I think it's exciting, but I also think it has the potential to be a disaster. Beam me up! To be continued. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. A terrible decision from a state judge yesterday upholding a law expanding New York's early voting problem to allow widespread balloting by mail. Now, you might ask, why is this a terrible decision? There are arguments to be made for voting by mail and against voting by mail, especially in an early variety. Well, this measure is totally and completely unconstitutional. Now, the decision was made by a judge that I actually really like, who's issued a couple of key decisions in my favor over the years, so I'm loath to criticize her. But it's Albany Supreme Court Justice Christina Ryba. She said in a brief but forceful order that the state legislature has broad discretion to implement election procedures and that a GOP-led lawsuit challenging the early voting expansion had failed to show that the new rules violate the state constitution. Well, obviously they do. Here's why. You see, two years ago, the all Albany legislature tried to put this on the ballot as a constitutional amendment. And for a constitutional amendment to be approved, not only does it have to be approved by two consecutive legislatures, it has to be voted on by the voters. So after a massive campaign funded by people like Ron Lauder and others to defeat this, this proposal was defeated. The voters in heavily blue New York state, the voters themselves voted this proposal down. So the state legislature comes in and says, well, okay, we tried to get this passed as a constitutional amendment. The voters didn't pass it, so we're going to pass it on our own. If the state legislature had the authority to do this on their own, why wouldn't they have done this beforehand? Why even go through the process of attempting to pass this as a constitutional amendment? This is clearly an end run around the voters. Article 2 of the New York State Constitution is clear. 
where it says the legislature can create an absentee balloting path for voters who are not able to vote on Election Day. What this does is it creates no excuse absentee ballot voting by mail. This law took effect at the start of the year and it will apply to all primary and general elections. And there are now going to be mail-in ballots available in this month's special elections as well, according to the State Board of Elections. A very poor decision on the law and really not right in the part of the state legislature to do this. Beam me up! To be continued.